Hello there, dear listener. I welcome you to the 11th episode of the True Life Podcast. My name is Jonathan Mayer, and I'm your usual podcaster here on the True Life Podcast. And um, today I want to tell you that Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. For that is our slogan here on the True Life Podcast. Each and every day we live, we should know that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. We can only go to the Father only if we go through Him, because the Father is in Him. And the only way for us to reach the Father is only us accepting Christ into our lives, accepting Christ into our hearts, and know that Jesus Christ is the only way we can can reach heaven, is the only way we can be able to have an experience of God. Hallelujah. So, in the previous podcast, we talked about fear, the spirit of fear, how the spirit of fear is gripping people during this COVID-19 pandemic, where most people are having this spirit of fear in them that they are going to die wake up with a sore throat and you feel like oh i've got the disease i'm going to die all that all that all that stuff is affecting people so much during this period and um, we say that fear is like a cage it puts you in sort of a cage and prevents you from doing certain things you will have this feeling that when i do this i'm going to something bad is going to happen to me that is what fear does to you so you should not fear you should always have courage that god is going to do something great in your life and god is going to transform your life for the better you should not fear and you should instead have faith and believe for the, for the better and believe for the best. Hallelujah. So, in today's podcast, we are going to talk about something something new, something else that is very, very amazing, that is going to transform someone's life out there. And as I always tell you, please share these links with someone else. Please share this podcast, podcast with someone else. Please share these episodes with someone else out there because you never know the lives you're touching. Because someone you may share to someone else and the person also shares and the cycle continues and that is how the gospel is supposed to be pushed to the nation that is how the gospel we push to the nations because jesus christ told us to go out and make disciples baptizing them in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit hallelujah so that is our mission here on earth to make disciples to, to ensure that we preach the word to people out there that people may out there may come to christ people out there may accept jesus christ as their personal lord and savior because he saved them he died for them to redeem them from their sins hallelujah as I said, my name is Jonathan Mayer, and I'm the usual podcaster here on the True Life Podcast. So today's message is about allowing God to use you, allowing God to take charge of your life, to, 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 to do something great in your life. You see, when you allow God to use you to do something good for another person, it means that he has a better reward for you ahead. He knows why he's using you to be a destiny helper for someone he knows the reason why because the lord says i have i have plans for each one of he has plans for each one of us and he knows the plans are to prosper us and not to harm us so sometimes you may feel the situation you're in is not a good one you may feel like that, that, that like like that is the end of the world for you that's the end of the road for you but trust me there's always light at the end of the tunnel god hasn't forgotten you you're so precious to him even more than gold you're so precious to god that he can never let you go astray he can never let you down hallelujah so in today's in today's in today's message um, our, our reading one of our readings is going to be from the book of exodus chapter 3 verse 1 and following up to around uh, 14 yes around 14 so in this in this verse we look at uh, moses being called out by by Jesus Christ, sorry, by God, to go out and to go out and bring back the Israelites out of Egypt from from what they were suffering from in slavery. 
so they were suffering from slavery and god told moses to go and bring his people back deliver them from slavery so in the book of exodus chapter 3 verse 1 as i read moses' father-in-law was named jethro jethro was a priest of midian moses took care of jethro's ship one day moses led the ship to the west side of the desert he went to a mountain called horeb the mountain of god on that mountain moses saw the angel of the lord in a burning bush Moses saw a bush that was burning without being destroyed, so he decided to go closer to the bush and see how a bush could continue burning without being burned up. The Lord saw Moses was coming to look at the bush, so he called to him from the bush and he said, Moses, Moses. Moses said, Yes, Lord. Then God said, Don't come any closer. Take off your sandals. You are standing on holy ground. I am the God of your ancestors. I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Moses covered his face because he was afraid to look at God. Then the Lord says, then the Lord said, I have seen the troubles my people have suffered in Egypt, and I have heard their cries when the Egyptians hurt them. I know about their pain. Now I will go down and save my people from the Egyptians. I will take them from that land and lead them to a good land where they can be free from these troubles. It is a land filled with many good things. Many people live in that land. The Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. I have heard the city, the cries of the Israelites, and I have seen the way the Egyptians have made life hard for them. So now I am sending you to Pharaoh. Go lead my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, I am not a great man. How can I be the one to go to Pharaoh and lead the Israelites out of Egypt? God said, You can do it because I will be with you. This will be the proof that I am sending you. After you lead the people out of Egypt, you will come and worship me on this mountain. Then Moses said to God, If I go to your ancestors, if I, sorry, but if I go to the Israelites and said to if I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your ancestors sent me, then the people will ask, What is his name? What should I tell them? Then God said to Moses, Tell them, I am who I am. When you go to the Israelites, tell them, I am sent me to you. And God said, Tell the Israelites that you were sent by Yahweh, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. This will always be my name. It is how I want people to remember me from now on. Hallelujah. So you can see in this scripture that God was God, God had chosen Moses for a special specially appointed task. God had chosen Moses to be to be to lead his, to lead the Israelites out of Egypt because they were in slavery. So God was supposed to lead the Israelites out of slavery in Egypt. And so God chose Moses because he was he was he, he was in, he was he was God chose Moses during the time when he was he was taking care of his of his of his father-in-law's ship, so Moses was um, Moses Moses was was the was the son-in-law to Jethro, and so in this scripture we see Moses being called by God from the burning bush. And so Moses moved closer and was wondering why a why a bush would burn without getting completely burned up. So he had a voice coming out of the burning bush and telling Moses that, and and calling out his name Moses Moses. And he replied, yes, Lord, because he knew he was speaking to God. Because he knew it was only God who can do something marvelous like this. You see that God is the only one who can make a bush burn without it getting without it getting burned. Because he, he is the author of our lives. He knows he's the creator of the heaven and the earth. So in our, in our lives each and every day, we should remember that God is the is, is the only one who, who, who can change a situation, who can turn a situation around in a way you can't believe. He can do extraordinary things things that we can't believe ourselves hallelujah so moses um 
took off his sandals because he knew he was standing on holy ground. He was standing on a ground which he was not worthy to stand on. He, he knelt down and acknowledged the presence of God because he knew he was in, in, a, in a place where God was. He was not just in an ordinary place, not just on ordinary ground. He was standing on holy ground. Hallelujah. So we can see that, um, in, let me just skip to verse 12, where, where, where Moses was told by God that, sorry, let me, let me, let me, let me just take you to, um, to verse, to verse, um, to verse 7. Yeah, verse 7. Then the Lord said, I have seen the troubles my people have suffered in Egypt, and I have heard their cries when the Egyptians hurt them. I know about their pain. Now I will go down and save my people from the Egyptians. I will take them from that land and lead them to a land where they can be free from these troubles. It is a land filled with many good things. Many different people live in that land. The Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. I have heard the cries of the Israelites, and I have seen the weather Egyptians have made life hard for them. So now I'm sending you to Pharaoh. Go, lead my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. So God sent Moses to lead the Israelites out of Egypt. He told him, go and lead my people out of Egypt. For they were in slavery, they were suffering. And he wanted, he wanted Moses to lead him to, to, lead, to lead the people out of Israelites, sorry, out of Egypt and take them to a better land. And that was the land of Canaan. That was in the promised land. But Moses said to God, I am not a great man. How can I be the one to go to Pharaoh and lead the Israelites out of Egypt? He was doubting himself. Moses had doubt in him. He thought that he couldn't do it. He gave an excuse that, how can I be the one? I'm not a great man. He thought that these things are not for great men. These things are only for great men. People who are kings, people who are top people in the communities, people who are top people in the country. Those are the people who are supposed to do such things. But trust me, God doesn't go and pick someone who is up, up there in the government to go and do something great. He will pick you, a person, as they always say, okay, in, 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 in Uganda here, we call them a muntuwa wansi. God will not, God will not, God will pick someone who is a muntuwa wansi and take him to do something great. Because the Bible says, he exalts the humble. When you humble yourself, God will exalt you. So he picks someone who, who, who he, who's, he picks someone whose heart he has seen, whose heart he has seen is worthy to do something. And that was Moses. No matter what, Moses had so many issues. He had the issue of temper. He, he used to stammer. All that. But God picked him out of all the people to go and lead the Israelites out of Egypt and take them to the promised land. He knew the reasons why he did that. Because he knew Moses. He trusted Moses. So in your life always, God will trust you with a certain situation. God will always trust you with something. God will always entrust you with a certain task because he wants, he knows it's only you and only you can complete it. Hallelujah. So, God will choose you to go out and be the answer and be the answer to someone's prayer. The Israelites, I'm sure, were praying to be delivered out of Egypt. And indeed, God did that for them because he, he, he sent Moses. So, Moses was the answer to their prayer. Hallelujah. So, in, in, um, in verse 12, continues, you can do it because God said, you can do it because I will be with you. This will be the proof that I am sending you. After you lead the people out of Egypt, you will come and worship me on this mountain. Then Moses said to God, the Israelites, but if I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your ancestors sent me, then the people will ask, what is his name? What should I tell them? So God was telling Moses not to be afraid because he was going to be with him. When God chooses you, he will surely give you the, he will always be with you. 
when you're preaching the word of God, when you're helping someone out there, when God has given you a task, He will not leave you alone. He will go with you. His spirit will continue being with you. If you look at the book of 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. Just give me a moment. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. The word of the Lord says. I don't I do not mean I don't mean that we are able to do anything good ourselves. It is God who makes us able to do all that we do. He makes us he made us able to be servants of a new agreement from himself to his people. It is not an agreement of written laws, but it is of the spirit. The written law brings death, but the spirit brings life. Hallelujah. So it is God who makes us able to do all we do. He made us able to be he, he made us able to be servants of the new agreement from himself to his people. So it is only God who makes us able to do what we do. The Spirit of God will always guide us. In. No matter no matter the situation, the Spirit of God will always be there to guide you. No matter the situation, no matter if, even if God sends you to a very deep, deep place down there, and you fear that maybe there's a hostile tribe they have sent you to, to go and preach the word of God, you, you're supposed to establish your ministry in such a place, and there's, there, there's a lot of hostility in that place. Trust me, no one will touch you if the Spirit of God is upon you. Hallelujah. Someone shout Amen. So trust me that the Spirit of God is always guiding us to do whatever we do. The Spirit of God is always there to guide us in whatever we do. Because we do not do it by our own selves, but we do it by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. So this, this was Moses. He doubted himself, but God told him he was going to be with him. God will always give you the spiritual tools. God will always give you the tools, the spiritual gifts to accomplish those tasks. And indeed, that's what happened. They were able to cross through the Red Sea. When they were hungry, when, 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 when Pharaoh had refused to release the Israelites, God sent plagues. God sent a lot of things against the Israelites, I mean against the Egyptians, until Pharaoh had to accept that. Until Pharaoh had to accept. So, God will always do something and until the people who are around you always accept that it was God who sent you indeed. Hallelujah. So there are certain there are certain situations in life where you feel like, ah, no, I can't do this, I can't do that. But God is telling you, God is telling you that he is with you, he will guide you, he will give you the spiritual tools to do whatever you need to do. Hallelujah. So, in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 1, verse 4 to 10, Jeremiah was also a young man. He also had his own excuses. His experience was almost like that of, like that of Moses, where he, he also tried to say that he was young, he tried to give excuses. But God also told him, he knew him even, even before he was formed in his mother's womb. So let, 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 me, let me just get there and read for you what, what happened. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 4 to 10 says, The Lord's message came to me. Before I made you in, my, in your mother's womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I chose you for a special work. I chose, you, I chose you to be a prophet to the nations. Then I said, But Lord God, I don't know how to speak. I am only a boy. But the Lord said to me, Don't say I am only a boy. You must go everywhere I send you and say everything I tell you to say. Don't be afraid of anyone. I am with you and I will protect you. This message is from the Lord. Then the Lord reached out with his hand and touched my mouth. He said to me, Jeremiah, I'm putting my words in your mouth. Today I have put you in charge of nations and kingdoms. You will pull up and tear down. You will destroy and overthrow. You will build up and plant. Hallelujah. Just listen to that message. Very, very interesting. 
the Lord's message came to me before I made you in your mother's womb. I knew you. Before he made you in your mother's womb, he knew you. God knew that you were going to be formed. God knew that you were going to be he knew the date you were going to be born. He knew the time you were going to be born. He knew the hospital you were going to be born in. Even if you're not in a born, even if you're not born in a hospital, he knew where you were going to be born. And he knew who you were going to become when you were born. Hallelujah. So God had a plan for Jeremiah. He told him, I knew I knew you before you were born. Before you were born, I chose you for a special work. I chose you to be a prophet to the nations. Some of us are God-chosen servants. We are chosen even before we are born. We are already chosen, like we are already anointed by God to be to do great works, to be a prophet, to be prophets, to be apostles, to be pastors, to be evangelists to the nations, to help others when they need. All of us have different gifts. All of us have different callings that the Lord has called us to do. Some of us are supposed to just help people. Some of us are just supposed to encourage others. And through our encouragement, just our words of encouragement will make someone else out there be able to be transformed just by your words. Because your words are from the Lord. Your words are words of encouragement. And some of us are words are words of counsel. Some of us are, are, are called to be counselors. So always allow God to use you. See, Jeremiah also said the same thing that Moses had said. But Lord God, I don't know how to speak. I'm only a boy. He thought he was young. But God told him, don't say I'm only a boy. You must go everywhere. I send you and say everything I told you to say. Don't be afraid of anyone. I am with you and I will protect you. God will always protect you no matter how old you are, no matter whether whether how you look, whether you're ugly or beautiful. God doesn't care. What God looks at is your what, what God look what, what what God usually looks at is your heart. What is in your heart? Because he knows that if he chooses you, he trusts you that you're going to accomplish this task without any without disappointing him. He knows that he's going to that you're going to accomplish that task. And he knows that he will you you'll accomplish it until you finish it. That is why he told he told he told um, he told he told Jeremiah that don't say I'm only a boy. You must go everywhere I send you and say everything I tell you to say. So Jeremiah was called to obey God. So it doesn't matter whether whether you're young, whether you're old, your situation, whether you're poor, whether you're rich, God will still God has God has chosen us, each of us for a certain purpose. We'll have a purpose that we have to accomplish before we leave this earth. We'll have a purpose that we have to accomplish before we leave earth. So each and every day of your life, wake up and always try to be a blessing to someone. Wake up and be a blessing to someone out there. Because you never know what you're going to reap from those blessings. You always tell us that you reap what you sow. So what what you sow right now is what you're going to reap in the future. You may think that you aren't worthy to be used by God, but He alone knows the reason why He wants to choose you. Jeremiah 29:11. He knows the plans He has for us. Plans to prosper us and not plans to harm us. Hallelujah. God will always be with you. He will always give you the tools to accomplish that work He has chosen you for. Whatever work the Lord has appointed you for, He knows why He has appointed you for it. Look at Paul. Paul was also. Paul also felt unworthy. That is in the book of First uh, Timothy. First Timothy chapter one, verse twelve to fourteen. Let me just read it. First Timothy chapter one, verse twelve to fourteen. verse 12 to 14 it says i thank christ jesus our lord because he trusted me and gave me this work of serving him he gives me strength in the past i insulted christ as a proud and violent man and i persecuted his people but god gave me mercy because i did not know what i was doing i did that before i became a believer but our lord god gave me a full message 
a full measure of his grace and with that grace came the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus hallelujah so he said that as a proud and violent man i persecuted his people paul was called saul before he became paul so he he used to persecute people until one time he was blinded by god he got he got an encounter with jesus christ with god and god told him why are you persecuting my people when he was going to damascus he, he got a vision he, he, he was he was blinded by god and god asked him why he was persecuting his people because he knew that this man could be transformed into something better so no matter what you've done in your life no matter the bad things you've done in your life god still wants to use you to accomplish a certain purpose god wants to use you to be an be be, be an answer to someone's prayer this musician who who really touched me when he said that okay he was speaking and he said that god you're not going to you're not going to pick a chikomando and take it to heaven i think that you're going to receive it from and god will receive it there's no way you're going to go to heaven from here right now unless you die the only way you're going to be someone an ambassador of god of christ here on earth is by you getting that chikomando and taking it to a brother or sister who can't afford it even if okay he did not mean a real chikomando is what what the message was trying to bring out is that help someone out there because we are created in god's image god is god is god is everywhere is omnipotent so help out someone out there unconditionally give them something unconditionally even if they don't deserve it even if you feel like i don't have something the little you have provide to someone because you never know the reward that awaits you so always every day of your life ensure that you do something to be able to accomplish great purpose in your life hallelujah be a blessing to someone because God has chosen you to accomplish a certain purpose. Even if you feel like I can't do it, know that God is going to be with me. I'd like to end here and may God give you the grace to be able to accomplish the purpose he has given you, accomplish the task that he has given you. May you be blessed and may you continue praying, may you continue staying in prayer. May he give you peace of mind, may he give you courage and knowledge and wisdom to do each and everything that you need to do. Lean not on your own understanding, but trust in God only. Because wisdom comes from God. Hallelujah. So I thank you for listening and may you please share this podcast, this episode with someone else out there. They will need it. Thank you. Be blessed.